0: Welcome back to the Toro Cigar Lounge Podcast, everybody. My name's Mike Glover. I'm your host. You're not going to want to miss this episode. Stay tuned. Today, we're wrapping up our Veterans Day celebration weekend, and we got some special guests, including one you're not going to recognize.
1: In a world desperate to separate us by our differences, there's still a place where you can go where all are welcome. The Cigar Lounge. Welcome to the Toro Cigar Lounge
0: Podcast okay and we're back everybody i'm your host mike glover aka 757 cigar mike and we got some special guests uh joining us today on our veterans day weekend celebration i'm going to start on our very far left in the green shirt can you introduce yourself and tell us what you're smoking
1: oh uh, yes thank you i am, am miyagi you can actually find me on instagram as miyagi pr and this morning man i'm enjoying the uh founders habano nice stick yes sir
2: Morning, everybody. I'm Joey. I'm a uh, founder of uh, Veterans of, uh, of the Leaf Cigar Club, and I am smoking the founder's Candela, my favorite Candela.
0: Joey is actually Jake in disguise today. So everybody just refer to I, him I, I, as Jake Jr. We'll call him <laughs> Mini J- Jake. Mini Jake. I am not as big <laughs> as Jake. <laughs> Mini Jake. Yeah. Yeah. Jake Jr. Mini Jake. And who we
3: got over here on my right? Uh, you guys should know this fucker by now. I'm, oh, really? I'm Ken. And you can't follow me on Ken Blue Smoke on Instagram because Instagram has just <laughs> crushed my following because I posted a picture of a gun and a beer and a cigar, <laughs> and they said you can't do that. And I don't know why, but... Did you create a new account yet? I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter. <laughs> Did you create a new account yet? No. So if you want to find me, you might be able to. But anyway, I'm smoking. Uh, since I got the Putin uh, Young shirt on, they sent us this cool shirt. I wear it. As much as I can, and I'm smoking their Paladin series, and it's an awesome cigar. The last
0: Paladin in our
3: humidor. That's right. This is a very economical cigar, and it is well worth every penny.
0: And it is on back order with Hooten Young right now. So, good luck finding it. I'm sure somebody's got it out there. So, anyway, we're wrapping up our weekend. Some of us are still celebrating, and some of us are recovering from yesterday. What do you guys think? What are you, celebrating still or recovering? Both. 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 (laughs) (laughs) It was a great day yesterday.
1: It was phenomenal. It was a
0: phenomenal day yesterday. Joey was our chef. We cooked 25 inch and a half thick ribeye steaks on the grill yesterday. Joey's the man. Thank you. Thank you.
3: (laughs) And I did
2: the side
0: and dessert.
1: He was just cooking all day. I think those brownies were laced, but I'm just saying. Yeah, they probably were. Uh, And I forgot to mention.
0: Today's the first time ever, ladies and gentlemen. We are recording in front of a live studio audience. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> From the peanut gallery over there. Well, let's let's talk about
2: that for a second. We got a guy that's what, six four? Six five? five. And we got a guy that's barely five foot. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we covered the spectrum. Yep. <laughs>
0: If you're not sure exactly how small Bruce is, check TikTok out because we demonstrate it very well. <laughs> so okay, so Veterans Day uh, is upon us this year. It's past us actually. Um, it was a, the official observance day was Friday. This is the way the federal government works. If the holiday falls on a Saturday, they observe it on a Friday. If it falls on a Sunday, they observe it on a Monday. So uh, we. Ken and I were busting our tails. Ken was uh, working, and we were over here getting ready um, almost every night this week. Yeah, yeah. Setting up. Uh, we had the the lawn chair set up, fire pits, tables, barbecue, pop-up tents, welcome table, gift bags, the whole works. We kind of did our best to go all out uh, for the guys coming in. Because we had guys come in. Joey, how far did you came? You, can't, you were the first furthest traveler
2: yeah i came from california
3: california and i was the the one who traveled the least to my backyard <laughs> exactly the
0: absolute least and miyagi came from
1: north carolina wilmington
0: wilmington nice that's about what five hours Four and a half. Four and a half. yeah i should know that better my mom lives in wilmington
1: hey I'm a passenger diva. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I drive for a living.
0: You have a chauffeur. His mm-hmm. name is Bruce.
3: So the, the point the point of this get together was was to, to get some veterans together to uh, in in celebration of uh, Veterans Day and to uh, have some fellowship uh, under the as as much as we could do as Toro Cigar Company and to sort of right. celebrate veterans and cigars you know right. all together
0: stakes and cigars under the stars. <laughs> and bourbon. Don't forget the bourbon. And bourbon. Very
3: important, <laughs> bourbon. And, and bourbon. <laughs> quite a bit of drinking. Quite a, quite a bit of drinking. <laughs> Everybody behaved, though. And only one thing caught on fire, so it was uh, mostly a success. That was, our, that was my number one goal, was not to burn the whole place down, and we achieved that. But we, man, it was close. It was close. <laughs> yep. It was close. We had a little incident with one of the fire
0: pits. Woo! We should have had that on video. So, uh, top, top favorite moment from yesterday's event, guys. We'll start with Miyagi.
1: Oh, man. So many good things actually happened yesterday. But I will tell you this, though. Uh, honestly, being able to, like, actually just sit down on the tent and just, like, share, you know. Uh, mostly I was on the tent because it was the only warmest place in the entire backyard. But just to actually have fun, listen to everybody, and just kind of, like, hang out as brothers. It was awesome. I really enjoyed that that little bit of time out there, um, sharing some cigars and some food, but I do also have to add that that's side by side with me waiting for uh, a pasta salad that a gentleman over here makes.
0: Okay, so we're going to go with pasta salad as your favorite moment.
1: because
0: <laughs> okay. you I'll were way that. too general, and the question was, what was your favorite moment? <laughs>
1: And a pasta salad was awesome. Yeah, yeah, I was I was waiting for that for all day. And
0: yeah. Joey was just sharing his mom's recipe all over the the event. I mean, Mama Joey, I, I'm sorry, he's just giving this recipe away to the world. Yesterday, yeah, you want to share it on the podcast?
2: I have to get <laughs> off my phone, but it's it's, it's simple. But uh, I would say my favorite moment. Uh, I don't know if I have a, an exact moment. But I would say overall, because I was cooking most of the day, was that Mike offered his daughter as a sous chef. She has a culinary training. So having that extra support was awesome. And then for me personally, I would say my favorite one was actually the support staff. All the ladies that were here, I actually got to socialize with them and talk with them. And obviously, they wanted to find out some of my secret recipes. And they kept fighting and trying to buy for it. And I said, No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he, he, my heart my heart stopped for a second when you started that with Mike offered his daughter to you. <laughs> I'm glad oh, yeah, you finished well. it the way you did.
3: Wow, okay. <laughs> Okay. Samantha did a huge amount of, of work, too, and she she pretty much handled the chicken, right? Is yeah. Is that what was going on? Yep. And the chicken smelled phenomenal. Every time I walked into the back door, the whole house smelled like this magnificent chicken smell. Sammy did a lot.
0: Sammy was busting it yesterday. She helped with the salad. She helped with the potatoes. She helped with the chicken. She she was... When, Came to food. She was just all over the place. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, it worked out great.
0: What was your favorite moment, Ken? Well, uh, <laughs> trying to light
3: this <laughs> lunatic that Jake gave me. Um, You're my... supposed to be smoking that on this podcast. Well, I'm gonna smoke it for like eight more podcasts. Look at what's happened here. <laughs> <laughs> I smoked this thing for two hours. I, I haven't even gotten just. I mean, just barely past the, the the end of it and it doesn't it doesn't really want to stay lit either so it's not it's not the greatest cigar this can't be your go-to cigar every day just just so you know this is a public service announcement announcement pro yep. tip you can't smoke the lunatic 10 by 100 every day well if you smoke that every day i'm gonna worry about you bro
1: <laughs> right i'll tell you this i do have a really cool picture of you lighting it up on the fire. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Ken used the barbecue to light the lunatic <laughs> yesterday. To, yeah.
1: I'm, I'm gonna have to transfer that to you so you can put it on the Instagram that doesn't Yeah, assist.
0: yeah. Send it send me any of that stuff. We'll put it on the Instagram. That'll that'll be I'm sure several hater comments about Ken. But anyway, so I think my favorite, Did you have a favorite moment?
3: That that what? was the favorite moment. But I wanna point the out something lunatic. that you didn't do is you had a wonderful speech prepared mm. and we just like totally blew we just blew that off. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened to that. Are we gonna hear it at some point? No, probably never. Now. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's on the clipboard over there, but I'm not doing it on this podcast. I can tell you that. The moment's gone. <clears throat> the moment's gone. It what just was... did. Nothing seemed like the right moment for a two to three minute fucking oration by Mike. It just it, it everything went the way it should have went. I felt like last this night.
3: podcast is the the that whole thing plus like an hour. <laughs>
0: uh i think i said but i'm gonna go to my favorite moment so i think my favorite moment was once everybody had gotten their food and everybody was sitting around the table and for like 30 seconds it was dead quiet everybody was just face down in their plate (laughs) enjoying their steaks and their potatoes and their salads and and then the conversation started to kind of climb back up again as people was like, man, this is really good. And hey, what do you do? Where are you from? And just sitting around, looking around, watching. It's kind of like Thanksgiving. I do this at Thanksgiving too. I just take a moment to enjoy the moment of everybody enjoying their meal together. And that's what we wanted to do. And that's what I, I'm going to pick as my favorite moment. Tell least you. favorite moment. Miyagi, least favorite moment of yesterday. It was cold. <laughs> so all day, yeah.
2: I, I was yeah. in a t-shirt all day, so I don't know how cold it was. You, you, ha, you, you make, make no sense. Just don't, don't, don't even. Yeah, don't jo-
0: Joey was there. in a t-shirt. He even lifted it a couple times. Yeah,
2: it was. It was. I had to show my natural
1: sweater. So <laughs> there'll, there'll be nightmares of that. <laughs> I think it
0: helped Bruce sleep. Actually, right? <laughs>
2: He's like, I'm not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, least favorite moment? Sweating in the kitchen.
0: Oh, was it hot in the kitchen? Yeah, it was hot. Liar. Yeah. Well, you I mean, you had too many clothes on, obviously.
2: Yeah. Well, I don't think Sammy wanted to see me in
3: my skibbies. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you said or, you, I, or, I said you or offered Marianne. it Marianne, but, but yeah, that's not go. Yeah, there we go. There's there a the saying that's like, if you can't stand the heat, you got to get out of the kitchen. Oh, I mean... Hey, we were glad he stayed in <laughs> Yeah, for real, for real. For real. Ken, least favorite moment? Well, when I set the lawn on fire with the... Did you get grief about that? Uh, no, no grief, because I, I did put it out before anything else caught on fire. And <laughs> it, it's fine. It's fine.
0: Awesome. I, don't, I didn't have a least favorite moment, honestly. I think the whole day was great. I, I'm so glad. There was so much positive feedback. So many guys came up afterwards and during the event just, you know, shook my hand or shook Ken's hand and thanked us and said how, how much they enjoyed it, how much they enjoyed being there. And, and that, to me, it doesn't matter if there was a bad moment. There were hiccups with the food. You know, we've already talked about that with a couple of of different logistical things. Um, but those are lessons learned. This was our first event, our first cigar and steak event. It will not be our last, but it'll be a while before we do a new one because I am war
3: out well the whole the whole point i mean i kind of touched on this earlier was to get these guys together the guys that that we don't see that we we don't really get a chance to get face to face with uh together not only with us but with with each other because there's there's a lot that men uh there's a lot of value that men have and i think naturally we don't tend to share it with each other very easily so at this sort of event it happens so naturally it makes it very valuable all right, that's
0: great, That's and that's exactly what we wanted to do. Right. Because, you know, I met people yesterday I've only met on a hearth online, smoking yeah. a cigar on a hearth, and I've known them, and I love them, and, and you know, we're brothers in that moment online, but it's nothing like pe- pressing your palm in, into another palm and shaking it and giving a hug and seeing somebody and seeing a smile. And sitting down for a few minutes and chatting with someone that you may have known for two years, but you get to meet face to face. And it was just an awesome event to do that. And I hope next, the next one we do, I think we're going to open it up to maybe 50 tickets. Well, I'm glad you went palm to palm, but not nut to butt. <laughs> I am Navy. Nut
2: the butt is standard.
1: <laughs> it is standard. Why, why?
0: <laughs> okay. Do we have
1: a target audience for this? Is this NC-17? <laughs>
0: I mean, you know, our yes, it's uh it's definitely not for children. It's, we we the channel can can reach the channel. It's above 18,
3: right? No, actually, it's not. But YouTube <laughs> YouTube lets, allows a lot more stuff than you would expect uh than it used to. It used to be pretty tight over there Hey, we are like go we're ahead, not, do whatever you want. We're not demonstrating nut the butt. Yes, we we say horrible things, and if your mother is watching, she should probably turn this off. But uh, you know,
0: yeah, if your children are watching, or if you're listening to this podcast, uh, taking your kids to school in the morning, you probably want to change the channel until they get out of the car.
3: Yeah,
0: uh, that's that's a given. So okay, so it was Veterans Day, Veterans Day weekend. So let's let's ask another question. What does Veterans Day mean to you,
1: Miyagi? <laughs> Well, uh, I'm a military brat. Uh, my brother, my father, they're all in the uh, military, grew up with it. Um, so it's just a day to remember, you know, all the time and the sacrifice aid. they did, you know, the time they were away from home, you know. And while to me we celebrated every time my dad came back home um, from whatever deployment he was, um, it's the one time that we did, we do this for everybody. You know, it's not just the barbecues, it's the people who did the sacrifice. Right. Awesome.
0: Ken, we'll go to you next. What does Veterans Day mean
3: to you? Um, uh, I can appreciate um, what it means to be a veteran because I, I am also uh, an Army brat. And I, I got to see the world as a young person and see that, that that the rest of the world isn't like the United States in a lot of ways. Uh, a lot of places are not safe. A lot of places are not free. And I got to see that as a young person. And I recognize as an adult that, that that's that that's not uh just luck uh, uh the u.s does the work to make this land free and i think that when we sit here we don't tend to appreciate it unless we we recognize that how much work goes into making our lives free so i know very well that my my dad helped with that and so many men that i know uh were dedicated to the service of of making our lives better here and it, they do it in such a way that we we, we barely even get to see it or uh, appreciate it. Right on, brother.
2: Joey? Uh for me <clears throat> excuse me, I would say it's uh obviously about the brothers and sisters that served. Um I feel like Veterans Day is a underappreciated uh holiday in the United States, uh especially in today's culture. Obviously we won't elaborate on that, but that's pretty self explanatory. So
0: Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, so for me, you know, um, Veterans Day has morphed over the years for me. In the beginning, it was just a day off, I mean, especially when I was actually serving and wasn't uh, a, an actual veteran yet. I was active duty military. I joined the military when I was 18, so my first job for 10 years was military, right? And at Veterans Day, we just we just got that day off, and it was a barbecue and a couple of beers and maybe have some friends over. But as I separated from the military and became and transitioned to, to an actual veteran and I started, you know, it doesn't happen for a couple of years, I think for most people, um, they don't reflect back on their military service and what it meant to them. But as time goes by, you start to look back and you start to reflect on the lessons that you learned in life, in leadership, in camaraderie, in brotherhood, in sisterhood. And I look back on some of the lifelong friendships that I formed in the military that I still keep in touch with today, the memories I have. I mean, you know, not many people can say they stood on the deck of a warship and saw a sunset or a sunrise uh, in the Caribbean or in uh, the Red Sea or you know, any or the Pacific Ocean or the North Atlantic. I mean, it's just so few people actually get to experience that. And, and I was one of them. So I look back on it with very fond memories and very proud uh, of my service, as I know almost all veterans are. So uh, now that I finished my little diatribe there, um, <laughs> and that was a long uh that was pretty much your speech, speech. from yesterday. Pretty right? much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Um, so let's talk about uh a little bit um not to get dark, but let's talk about the ugly side of, of being a veteran. Um you know, I'm wearing today my uh PTSD awareness shirt. And I did it specifically for this this podcast because I knew we were gonna be talking about veterans and veteran days, uh, uh Veterans Day. So uh, I, I think the number is the the number most people know is twenty two a day right right and I think the yes, number' so. actually changed i don't know what it's changed to officially, but even if it's twenty two um a day twenty two veterans take their own life every single day in this country that's way too many individuals that's way too many veterans guys taking their life um because of depression because of p t s d Uh, because they feel like they can't get help or they're they're stranded or they can't find work or whatever the reason is that's way too many we have to do something about that that's unacceptable these men and women served this country and if you're not a veteran hey you know no one holds that against you but you at least need to acknowledge that your freedom, and that's part of the Ken's point, you don't understand, if you've never been overseas and seen some of these third world countries that are not free like America, you just don't understand the sacrifices veterans make for that freedom. They sacrifice time with their family, holidays, birthdays, everything, and sometimes their lives um, in order to make this country free. So let's go around real quick and uh, let's just talk about uh, the, the darker side. Has anybody seen or experienced the darker side? Have, have you known a veteran that's gone through something like that?
3: Well, let's start with a little Ken. Yeah. So my, my dad was in the military and he, he, he had, he didn't achieve this sort of uh, military success that he would have liked to. And uh, I think that he felt like his military career was much harder than it had to be. So it kind of weighed heavily on him. It was, a, it was, it was a, it was a heavy uh, responsibility that he had because he chose this way to take care of his family. Um, But I I do recognize, and this isn't exactly in line there, but um, as an older, as he got farther away, as he retired, he became more and more proud of his service and the time that he was in. And now if you see my dad, you see um, he's always got some sort of army apparel on because he's, he's just absolutely proud of, of what he, what he did. Yeah. so, even though it was a very hard task, um, it it was something worth doing. Yeah, agree. What about you guys?
2: Uh, for me, <clears throat> excuse me. The reason why I created the Veterans of Only Cigar Club was for veterans to have a a safe space, if you will, to come together and build that brotherhood. Because we do tend to have a darker sense of humor. Mm. We've been through things that a lot of people don't relate to unless you're a first responder, a a cop, whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're not, if you're not in public service, that is in uh, putting yourself in harm's way. You're not going to understand what the military people go through. So creating that environment for, for, for us veterans and and the supporters of veterans that we have in our group was uh, a positive thing. Uh, I have friends that have PTSD that have have seen things and done things. Um, Got a brother that took his own life. I mean, so, Doing this was a, a, a step in the right direction to, to to curve that. The one thing I think society needs to realize is is the transition period going from military to civilian. It's not easy. The 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 VA doesn't really have strong programs, in my opinion, to help with that transition. They say they do, but
1: actions speak louder than words. Right. Absolutely. Hands down. I'm. Um, I've been on the other side. I'm again, being a civilian. Had a lot of military friends, and it's always been the same experience for me. It's like I understand it's difficult to talk about it, to open up, especially as somebody who's not been in the service. And I get it; you don't want us to have or go through understanding those experiences or just know the things that they went through. Um, but to me, honestly, being able to be out there, just to somebody to share a cigar, talk to, you know, blow some steam off, joke around or something, just get your mind off of it. It's been It's been absolutely worth it.
0: That's awesome. So I'm going to throw it out there. If anybody's watching, if you're a veteran, even if you're a first responder, if you're going through something, man, you need to talk to somebody, ping me on Instagram, send a message through the Toro Cigar Company website. Ken or I, anybody on this panel, anybody in Veterans of the Leaf, anybody in that club or anybody sitting up here right now will be glad to sit down and talk to you man we, we we will help you the best way as much as we possibly can you're not alone you haven't you don't have to go through this by yourself and there are resources out there and we can help you find it if you're at your your, your wits end you don't know what to do reach out please reach out there are plenty of people we can get you in touch with. We're happy to be in ear. We're happy to talk. We're happy to share our experiences with you and and just it's not it's not worth it. It's never worth it to take your own life. please don't do it. please reach out to somebody all right uh what am I missing here? Am I missing anything
3: um well, we can ask our own audience what, what, what they think that uh, Veterans Day means to them so that we can get a, a wider perspective there. Bill? Well, the, I was thinking the online audience, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Bill? <laughs> you didn't
0: clarify. You said ask our audience. This is our first they, live in-studio audience. Yeah. I know, but a, I can relay it. This I I be relay a big it.
3: blank space. Where <laughs> 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 I'm asking the, the people who are watching this Sorry, online. Sorry, Bill. To, to, to comment on this about yeah. what it means to, to you guys.
0: That would be great. Yeah, leave a comment and share, you know, what, what does being a veteran mean to you? What does Veterans Day mean to you? We'd love to hear uh, what you think about it. Bill can comment later. He doesn't have to do it right now.
3: <laughs>
0: he comments a lot on our stuff anyway, so good job, Bill. <laughs> there
3: you go. That's where you can put it. Quit sucking up, Bill. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Bill's trying to win more, more swag. Right. <laughs> What else, guys? Are we missing anything for we Veterans Day? we got Days?
3: 25 minutes in the can here.
0: Miyagi, anything we're missing for, uh, for Veterans Day? Anything? Any, Bill, you guys throw out ideas. Are we missing anything we didn't cover for Veterans Day? What does it mean to us, the event?
2: Well, the only thing I would think <clears throat> is, where do you think the future of
0: Veterans Day is going? Where do I think the future of Veterans Day the is question. going? Woo, man, that's an opening question. Um, I don't think we have enough uh, memory card space left for me to finish that question. Um, at, at, you know, where I think it's going, hopefully, and I'm a optimistic person by nature, uh, I think that it becomes more um, prolific, I, I, that it becomes more accepted and more celebrated in this country than it has been in the in the past i think america does a fairly decent job nowadays of trying to thank the service members sometimes a little too overboard if you're walking through an airport and you're in uniform you know the guys in uniform now tell you they're sick of hearing thank you for your service um but they're always respectful and they they say thank you and they they keep marching on but i think it's become a little bit of a of an empty statement it doesn't mean what it what it used to mean or should mean.
2: I, I'll agree with that, and I don't mean to cut you off, but... No, yeah. Go ahead. Going back to the Vietnam era, and when guys were coming back, they didn't right. get anything. Well, spit so, on. They were spit on. They were yelled at. They were cussed at. Well, I'm saying gratitude. Yeah. There yeah. was nothing.
0: It was the opposite of gratitude.
2: Yeah. So, to... to Go the other side of the spectrum now where we're at now. Right. And like you said. With it's the, better. With the blanket statement or, you know, there's no real meaning behind it. It's just, it's become second nature, if you will. I think we need to try and correct that. Yeah. Have yeah. meaning.
0: Right. B- b- make it meaningful. Yeah. Make it meaningful.
2: If if, if it's not in your heart mm. to truly say it and thank somebody, you know, just give them a
0: wave or a nod or something and move on. Right. So, uh, one more question, and then we 'll get to the wrap up portion of it. One more
3: question for everybody. Just a second here. Let me tell you about my future my my hopeful future for uh, Veterans' Day. you know uh, valentine 's Day has the, the the card industry supporting it, and like Christmas has the entire toy industry supporting it. I think that the cigar industry could really push. Veterans Day and um, support our veterans massively on that day. And certainly we try to do that and we love to do that. But I mean, that that would be an awesome future. That would be an awesome future for Veterans Day. Right
0: on, Ken. Ken. (laughs) Okay. Trying to make some money. (laughs) So, one one last question for the panel. Um, And for, I'm going to, I got to phrase it two different ways. So, for Ken and Miyagi, because you're, military brats, I want to phrase this question different. Are there any regrets that you guys have for your family members' service oh, or, uh, or do you know of any regrets they had in their service?
3: I, uh, uh, I, I was very happy to be a military brat. Um, I learned how to make friends at military schools because I changed schools so much. That I was always the new kid. Yeah. And I figured that out early. And that I can see in my own children who went to the same school and grew up with the same kids, they have a much harder time making friends. Yep. So I got to see the world as a young man. I couldn't appreciate it. I mean, I was a jackass teenager, you know, wandering around Europe being <laughs> like, eh, this is kind of boring. <laughs> But as an adult was. I'm like, yeah, I've been there. But the, the jackass might still apply. <laughs> the jackass still applies. So I I really appreciated my dad's service. I mean, we, we got I got to go and do things and see things that, that that none of my other friends got to see, certainly back here. So that was wonderful for me.
1: That's cool. Miyagi? No, nah, to me, no, it wasn't the same. Um I learned at an early age that the only ones that know that you're doing overtime, or that you're not at home as your children. I I always never saw my dad that much because he was always working. Yeah. He was always in uniform. So it was only like a weekend thing. I got to see my pops and after that I had to wait and hopefully he'll be back another weekend. Yeah. And uh, when I was young, he was. uh, it was when uh, Desert Storm broke out. So he'd be away for months at a time and I never knew anything about it. I never knew he was coming back. Yeah. I was watching the news, just sitting on the, you know, sidelines, and it was very frustrating. Um, and I, when I was younger, I didn't really have that many friends because, I, again, we, you know, we switched from one school to another, often cases, you know, mid-school mid, mid school or something. And then I ended up actually going to Puerto Rico just so I can have a much more stable um, education, just staying there with my grandparents. So I was appreciative of my grandparents. I, I just hated not having my father as much as, you know, But then as time as I grew, I realized, you know, how important his job was. And it it, it made it a little bit uh, easier. But as a kid, honestly, as a kid, it it wasn't easy for me. Joey, any regrets? Any
0: regrets? Um, (laughs) That's your tattoo.
2: (laughs) Honestly, the only thing I would say is I wish I... When I served, cell phones were barely coming out, so I wish I took more per- pictures of my career. I got out in 05, medical discharge, blew my knee out. My goal was to do 20. Um, that's not necessarily a regret because I'm very happy with where my life is right now, so I don't really count that. But not having uh, photos with my brothers and you know things that I did uh, sucks. That, that's it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's I. I'm I'm in the same boat as you. I have some old Polaroids laying around, some old uh, uh, pictures here and there. Some friends on Facebook post some pictures that I haven't seen in a while. Every now and then they'll surprise me with a picture, and it, it's nice to see. I wish I would have taken more pictures for sure. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, two re- two regrets I have is number one, um, I didn't see my son. I was deployed. Uh, in the med when my son was born my first son and I didn't see him until he was eight weeks old that's that's a little bit of a regret for me Um, and then the second regret I have is I wish I would have done more with my military service I think looking back I didn't know it at the time but I was probably capable of doing something other than what I did I could have been more valuable to the military in this country doing something else. And I was a young kid. I didn't know. I was just kind of riding my time out doing the best I can in the jobs I was given or allowed to do, but I probably could have done more.
2: Going off of that and going back to the future of veterans day and all that, something that some of us have talked about periodically is I think everybody should serve. And to go in the future i would love to possibly see that i I, granted we're a large large country compared to some of these other ones that that do do that but i think it instills the the patriotic values that this country is lacking and i think that would be a big plus
0: i think that the that and, and, and a lot of employers say this you know they they specifically seek out and hire veterans uh for very for numerous reasons but hands down, the number one reason is they know that they can count on a veteran to get the job done. They're no more disciplined. They're more um, accountable. They hold themselves more accountable than the average citizen. So, you know, with that said, that might be a great thing for our country. Right. You know, just on that alone, nevertheless, instilling the sense of patriotism and service and dedication
1: to the country. Well, I I don't want to be a little bit difficult here, but as a as a Well, oh, go
0: ahead. Program, why why stop being difficult now? <laughs> go right ahead.
1: So so here's my train of thought on on that one. I while I do agree with the point of, you know, going through the process, the difference is I think it's the mindset. You know, those who actually joined, they actually had a goal in mind whether it was a career or it was to serve they actually had something in mind. So the reason why, yes, as an employer, you trust a veteran a lot more is because they were they were definitely you know into that. They were dedicated to that. It's somebody who actually wanted to do the job, whereas somebody who's like, no, you have to do this job most of the time. Unfortunately, which we've seen it in other countries, it's just, they're gonna ride out their years, do the bare minimum, and then the, 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 it just doesn't necessarily mean that you have that exact same mindset of like you know the discipline and. And all that my- well,
0: playing off that, I I tend to I think you know, here. So, I don't know if you guys have seen on social media, there's this big backlash by the younger generation about the, the rumor of a draft approaching oh, yeah. America, right? That's my and, point. And and all you have, all these parents and you have all these 18, 19, 20 year olds now going, Try to draft me. You're not getting me. You screw you. I'm not doing it. Blah. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh, guys, calm down. We are. <laughs> That uh, I, I think a draft is probably never going to happen again. It's just a personal opinion. It happened in Vietnam. Um, I, I, did it happen? It happened in Vietnam, right? Draft, okay. draft draft, for Vietnam, World War I and World War II, there were actual drafts. But it hasn't happened since. And we've been in some major worldwide conflict since. I doubt it's going to happen again. Because I think if we got into a major let's say worst case scenario world war 3 broke out right there's going to be a tremendous amount of volunteers guys there always is it's what happens people get something happening they see brothers cousins sisters sons daughters going off and fighting and they want to be a part of it they don't They it just that's the way we work now but to pick back
2: off of what you're saying like i get even now when people join and once they get in they just ride their career out. They found out it wasn't for them. So you have that in yep. every career. That's true. And, and like when I was in, I don't know if the military still does it now, but there were guys that did something drastic in their life and went to court and the court said, you could either go to prison or you could join the military. Yep. They joined the military and they got squared away.
0: It still happens. Now there are still judges that give that option.
2: So there, there's still intrinsic values that the military can put into people and, and give them structure if they need it or or whatever whatever they're lacking, the military can help correct that or guide them in the right direction. So I still view it as a positive.
0: And, and, and trust me, even the volunteers, there are plenty of people that join, like Joey said, and the minute they get in, the minute that they get in, day one of boot camp, they even finish their first 24 hours of processing, and they're like, F this, man. Yep. This is B S and they and from that moment on until they separate, whether it's their choice or they're kicked out, they are just anti I don't want to be here. I can't tell you uh how many commands I checked on to lift up my mattress on the rack to make my bunk and scratched in there with a key or a tool or something is F T N, you know, F the Navy. Well we we had a guy that went AWOL two weeks in the boot camp. Yeah.
2: He volunteered to go wow. in, but he, he left. He couldn't handle it.
0: Bailed. Boom. I, I've seen guys break their own hand to avoid a deployment yeah. with a hammer. Yep. A ball peen hammer. I've I watched him do it.
2: There's ladies that have tried to get pregnant because they don't want to go deploy. So it's not just a male thing. So true, we, true. We, we can cover that as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> we can cover the gamut, brother. Right. <laughs> you opened up a can of worms there. <laughs> We've seen it all. Bill, I saw you raise your hand. What? You wanna say Yeah, that? no,
2: I was just going to say that in, in the environment that we have in the country today, if you're going to pay people to do nothing, then bring the draft back and at least teach them some values and some discipline and have them move on with their life. Yeah. So it, it, it's not like just because you're joining the military that you're going to pick up a gun and go kill somebody. That's not, that's not it. That's not the way it but works. But being part of something that's bigger than yourself at an early age is going to make our country better as they grow later on in their life. Yeah. From an employment, from a family spectrum, from a loving other people. Because I don't disagree. Because I can tell you that I didn't hang out with people out of my comfort zone until I joined the military. And now I understand. <laughs> now I
0: know. No, I get you. I understand. I, I I don't disagree with you. I just don't think this country uh, has an appetite for a draft. Oh,
2: no, no, well, I, I agree. I, I'm not disagreeing with that. Well, so
0: I'm just saying. Right, that. right.
2: Let's look at the military from from the the, the perspective, too, of the fact that you have all all the cultures, all the different backgrounds, all the races joining. in. it's a melting pot. It's a melting pot. And yesterday we had, you know, we went to the lounge the other day and we saw guys that, you know, they were Marines and we had a bond with them. Like, there's just that bond that it's not about color. It's not about this. It's not about that it's hey bro you serve thank you you know and then you talk about your past and you enjoy that camaraderie yep didn't know the guy, didn't know the guy. We left, we yeah, yeah
0: absolutely different races, different yeah beliefs. i believe that's that's a twofold issue in a cigar lounge i believe it's a veteran connection and it's also a cigar connection yes i agree because you you know like yesterday we had alcohol here we had what we had 4 5 empty bourbon bottles <laughs> by the end of the night and not a single not not even an argument not even a not even a a, a foul word spoke to another person all day long
3: and only one unplanned fire and only one <laughs> fire
0: <laughs> okay guys this has been great we're going to wrap it up real quick i do want to give a huge shout out to a All of the ladies that helped yesterday, uh, for the event, uh, Ken and I's wives, uh, Debbie and Marianne, uh, basically spearheaded it, uh, along with Kathy, uh, their little sidekick Kathy (laughs) 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 by little, by little, I mean, you know, she's short, uh, shorter than Miyagi and that's rough. That's rough. Right. (laughs) If you're shorter than Miyagi, I tell her stand up all the time. I can't, can't hear her, but, um, that, you know we really appreciate it um my daughter Tierra and Samantha showed what up he to help doing? it was and Joanne showed up to help That's um, right. great great uh help and support, and really allowed Ken and I to be part of the event Absolutely. and not just work the event and that the appreciation Ken and I have for that is, is' just insane it's we really do appreciate it ladies and and we love you all, and we appreciate that. The other shout out I want to give is to the cigar manufacturers uh that donated door prizes yesterday for all these guys that showed up. It was a great door prize uh for first event for us to do. We we were kind of humbled a little bit by the amount of and quality of the door prizes that were donated. I wanted to keep most of them. <clears throat> we wanted to keep them all. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, especially that ashtray. Yeah, that was awesome. Oh, my gosh. That was a lot of great stuff. But boxes and boxes <clears throat> of cigars, T-shirts, sweatshirts, cups, hats it was just great cigar stands cigar stands yeah. the guys and the guys just love getting these these uh door prizes so shout out to all uh the companies that donated uh off the top of my head i'm trying i'm trying not to miss anybody we'll put them in
3: the uh links below
0: yeah we'll put them in the links below and i i tagged them all in the um uh instagram post yesterday okay great but hooten young big sky cigar stolen thrones um karen burger cigars you guys really just came through like nobody's business man blackbird. blackbird cigars founders founders cigars founders man veteran-owned company absolutely uh came through hooten young's a veteran-owned company we've got some veteran-owned cigars uh, on display right down here hooten young warfighters uh founders and uh gto cigars veteran-owned we love our veteran-owned companies they support us like you wouldn't believe they support us as a retail outlet and we want to show them the love and support back so we really appreciate that guys we're going to wrap this podcast up hey if you like this podcast do us a favor like, comment, and share this podcast. We're constantly battling the YouTube algorithms because we talk about tobacco and cigars on this podcast. They want to push us down. Your likes and comments and shares help us get the word out to a, to a broader audience. So please, if you like what you're seeing... Um, Hey, and if you don't like it, comment too, because you know what, you trolls, you help us out anyway. So do it. Go ahead, I dare you.
1: One quick thing: when he was saying smaller than Miyagi, he meant smaller than Bruce. That's that's he right. He used I, my name, but he was talking about Bruce. I, mispo- <laughs>
0: I was vi- I, my vision was, I was Not visioning Bruce, but Miyagi came him. out. That happens with me sometimes. Thanks, guys. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll see you next week.